Happy summer. I am so happy that I have beach weather now. If if you don't know anything about me, I love the beach. So I got to spend several hours on the beach at Lake Superior yesterday, and I did a lot of journaling and thinking. And I was thinking about how the energy of the beach really does allow me to get in touch with my inner guidance somehow. There's some something spiritual at the beach for me. I'm not sure what it is, but it just feels so in flow. So I hope you're getting to, you know, do things in your life that feel in flow. The weather here is definitely really conducive to how I stay in flow. And the other thing I wanted to say is I have a workshop coming up next week. It's called flow, but really it's about how to be more in flow with less overwhelm in your business. And we're going to go into seven areas of the human design chart to show you how you can use those for your business. What's unique to you about your human design that will help you in your business. So if you want to sign up for that, go to www.rebeccaturvo.com forward slash flow. That's F-L-O-W. So today I'm so excited. I have a guest on that was uh, my first human design mentor. Actually, I learned a lot about human design from her. So it's so fun to be talking about business with her today. So let's get started. Welcome to Beautifully Bloomed, the podcast where we explore how to break you out of the box of rules and beliefs that are holding you back from the life you're meant to live. I'm your host, Rebecca Turvo. Join me as I share mindset tools, coaching conversations, and human design to help you uncover your unique gifts and create the life, relationships, and business you desire. Jackie Johnstone is a human design expert, business coach, and breathwork facilitator in New Brunswick, Canada. She's in love with transformation and helps ambitious humans trust themselves more deeply in business and in life. Welcome, Jackie. So happy to have you here. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here. Yay. I just want to first talk about how we met because it's kind of a fun story. It is kind of a fun story. Yeah. 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 Like, I, yeah. Well, why don't you tell it? From you know, yes. Here? My point of view is that I had a business coach named Karen Gillen, who is actually on my podcast for my very first episode <laughs> um, because she kind of introduced me to human design where she, we were going to retreat with her. And this was in 2019. And she said, before you come pull your human design chart. And I'm like, what the heck is a human design chart? I had never heard of it before. Mm -hmm. And I've done a lot of personality tests, right? All those, like, I don't even know. There's a lot of them you could do. (laughs) I've done all those. And I'm like, I never heard of this. And so of course, then Karen didn't even talk about it. Like she just wanted for her own good to know (laughs) something. And we're like, what? You're not even going to tell us what this thing is about. (laughs) I was like, what's going on? And I think it was like early 2020 when you came into our group. Yeah. I think it was early 2020. Yeah. So I, I've known Karen for, I don't even know now, five years, six years. We came through Jenny. She's make work online about two years after I did, I think. And so that's how we connected originally. And then I found human design or was introduced to human design. Actually, really, the truth is that human design pursued me in in 2017, 2018. I was pregnant with my second and it kept showing up. And I kept in my skeptic mind, I'm a line, I'm a one, three manifesting, (laughs) manifesting generator for anyone who's (laughs) listening, who who knows what that means. Um, And um, I'm, I'm a massive skeptic. I'm a questioner in Gretchen Rubin's framework, if you've done that. And 
a human design would kept showing up and I kept being like, what is that? Like, this isn't a thing. Like I, I don't believe it. Right. But it just kept coming back and something about it nudged me and my sacral, even though I didn't know it at the time to, to go deeper and to investigate it more. And I really, um, kind of fell headfirst into it early 2018. And I gave birth to my second son in March of 2018. And he's a reflector. Oh, wow. Yeah. It started to make sense. Like, this thing was showing up both for business and for my personal life to help me to know some things <laughs> to be to be a better mom to be a better business owner and it, i went into it in that full like one three manner of like reading all the things um taking a course on it um experimenting with it uh and being like Actually, when I follow my decision making strategy, which is right to wait to respond and trust my gut, yeah life is easier like. <laughs> I spend a lot less time up here freaking yeah. out and like in my stories and overthinking all the things and yeah. a lot more time like doing things that I actually want to do. And when I started to look back on my life, I was like, yeah, all the really big decisions that I made that didn't really seem to make sense on paper, I did trust my gut even without realizing that that's what I was doing. And it got to a point where the evidence I had gathered was kind of undeniable. And I was like, okay, there must be something in this whole human design framework. I need to know more. And then I signed up for the BG5 um, foundations course, which is international human design school, business, human design, like for business focused yeah. um, class. And at the time had no designs on changing my business. Like I was a social media and digital marketing consultant and I didn't think that human design was going to come into my business. I just really want to know more for myself. And that was in the, that was, when was that? Early, early 2019, like January. And suddenly friends around me, business friends around me started asking me about it because they could see that I was learning more and I was experimenting and I was having fun with it. And Karin was one of those people. And she was in, I did a, a mastermind of, I think there were like six, six women just people I knew who were like, I want to know more. And I was like, I have no idea what this is going to be, but if you want on for the ride, let's do it. And we did it for like three months together in the spring of 2019. And it was amazing to see the changes, like just small things like projectors learning that like cold calling and like pitching themselves to be a speakers aren't, isn't going to be helpful for them. Right. And that they can lean back and like let the right person connect them with somebody And just things like that, like the, the aha moments and the ways that business was changing for these women, like that really cemented it for me. And then I went farther down the rabbit hole and several semesters into training with BG5 and I'm still, I'm still learning. I probably will never stop because it's an onion that you can constantly continue to pick into more layers of, of human design. And, you know, now I'm looking at how to combine it with all the other different things that I love to do. And that I'm, that I've like recently been training in like breath work and subconscious transformation tools. And the common thread is really, I have always been obsessed with growth and transformation um, for myself and for helping other people to do it. And these tools have been so helpful on my own journey, which makes complete sense because I'm a one three. And so now I'm here to be like, this is what's worked for me. Like, let me help you, right? Let me help you um, also discover more about yourself. Also trust yourself more deeply because we kind of outsource so much of 
our power, I think, to to external places. Like, yeah. just tell me how to market my business, or just tell me how I should be selling, or what I should be offering, or um, you know h- how I should be showing up with my kids. When like we have answers that people outside of us could never have if we just know how to tap into them. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, your journey has been like. I mean, I kind of followed you down the rabbit hole. I was like, ooh, Jackie's doing all this interesting stuff. Like, I want to learn more too, yeah. you know? Because I, so I was in your group for a while and we, I, that's where my initial kind of foundations of learning was with your group. Yeah. What yeah. I loved about your group. So what's amazing with being with other people learning their designs at the same time is like, you get to experience it with them while they're learning. And then you can learn about the people that aren't your type, right? Because I'm also a manifesting generator. But to like be with other projectors and manifestors, right? And not not really reflectors. Where are the reflectors? <laughs> yeah, I know there's so few of them. But <laughs> yeah. hearing their experience. Yeah, it was super fun. We can, we can study it a lot and understand the theory of it. But yeah. we really only have access to the truth of what is in our own design. Right. So having other people to like reflect what's in their designs helps us to like learn it and create it more deeply. Yeah. And then we were all kind of with our families, like experimenting and then coming back to the group and saying, Oh yeah, my son, he's a mental projector and blah, blah, blah. Right. We were like exchanging notes and it was super for my learning. It was amazing. You know, cause I was like, Oh, I got to experience all those different before I even started doing charts for anybody, I got to experience that whole six months. I think it was six yeah. months for sure with your group. That was super fun <laughs> and helpful, you know, in a lot of ways. So yeah, thank you for that. So I thought someday Jackie's going to be on my podcast so we can Incredible. talk about that. I'm so whole, glad to be here. <laughs> yes, this whole human design experience, right, that we're going through. Yeah. Um, because I find that too, when you said about skepticism, I don't, why I wasn't skeptical about it. Isn't that weird? I really wasn't. I was like, well, this is something I'm just going to learn about and I'm going to see what it can teach me and blah, blah, blah. I didn't really have a lot of skepticism. I'm just like curious by nature, right? I'm really curious. Like, what's this all about? And if I learn a bunch about it and decide it's not useful, then I won't talk about it. Probably, right? That's kind of how I how I attack things. Yeah, so, yeah. but it's super amazing. Now it's just super amazing. So when you're, I remember, so you talked about this BG five thing, like you're in this, this is a long program, right? Like the BG five. Okay. So how many more years is it? Or like you have, Um, so I have finished five semesters. So that's like two full years of training basically. Cause yeah, technically three semesters a year. Um, uh, so I've, and I'm in my sixth semester now and I have three more after this. So there's nine and Mm. that's not all, all, I mean, there's all these different facets. It's as far as I think I want to go, at least for right now, I'll never say never with my line (laughs) one, but the next kind of, so what I've learned so far is, you know, we start by looking at ourselves and at the individual and understanding what BG5 calls the career type, which is your aura type, right? Generator, manifesting generator, um, projector, reflector, manifester, and they have different names for everything because they like to careerify it. But you learn that and then you start to move into uh, an understanding of the nine centers, right? Which how they have those functions like influence your design and what you have and where your shadows can lie, right? Where your distractions are and can be. And then you go deeper into the like circuitry 
of the chart, right? So the, the lines that you see connecting the, the um, centers on your chart, the ones that are fully colored in are your strengths. The ones that are half colored in are just like traits that you have. So these are all pieces of you and how they all interact. And there's all these different circuits in human design and they have different themes. So um, most of my circuitry is individual and specifically in the integration circuit, which is the big theme of that circuit is self-empowerment. And it's Mm -hmm. also like individual, anything individual in human design is like mutation. Like you're here to change things. So you kind of want to step outside the normal because like the collective and the tribal are more like what we think of as normal, like family units or society. Um, The individual is really not here to be normal. So um, we're kind of the mutants. Like we really are like kind of the freaks that help things change. And so much of that is about self empowering myself to do that. And so I can see that in my journey. And then once you've kind of gone into that level of detail and then into the planets and the line level and all that, you can start to look at how two charts come together, right? And those Mm -hmm. are compatibility charts or relationship charts, specifically in business, like a partnership chart for how would you work together, collaborate with somebody else. And then once you bring three or more people together, the auras come together and change into what we call a trans auric form, which is just a fancy word of saying like, you can feel the energy move and shift when you become a group of three or more. Like you're sitting talking, we're sitting talking here. If a third person came in the room, the energy would shift. And it's not bad. It just is. And it's called the Penta. And it doesn't look at the whole entirety of our design. It only looks at the kind of throat, G and sacral parts of our design and how it interacts with the, that parts of the design of the other three to, you know, yeah. Who brings in what? Right. Yeah. Like who brings exactly. Yeah. And, and so it, it really helps us to understand why some people feel really good in small group settings and some people really don't. I know when I worked in corporate, you know, I would always, and this is very manifesting generator too, but it's like, I would do my job for like a year and then be like, I'm good at this. I'm bored. I need to move on to something else. And part of that's the manifesting generator. And part of that's, I'm just not really built for a small group on, on the long term the whole of me doesn't get seen and recognized in a group. It doesn't get Mm. used. So I don't feel like I'm bringing, you can feel very frustrated right? that you're not able to really contribute the way that you feel like you should be able to. And so some people are here to work long-term in small groups and some aren't. And the Penta helps us to see those dynamics and work with them. And so in our businesses, you know, the people we hire, the businesses we work in, any partnerships that we're working in, like that, those dynamics. And so there's a lot going into that it was like a whole entire semester was just looking at the Penta and how to engineer it when you're hiring, how to fix it if you have a team that's dysfunctional. And and now the phase of uh, BG5 that I'm in is called Profit Potential um, Coaching. And we're really looking at what are we designed um, to sell and how are we designed to sell it? Um, and it's fascinating because we know that our defined centers are like the things that we can lean on. Those are our strengths. That's what we have consistent in our design, but it's the wisdom that lives in our undefined centers when we're not in our shadow, right? When we've gone beyond that, that's where we are able to really sell and speak to people. And so how can we bring all of that together to, you know, nail your target market and your niche and your messaging and your marketing and like all of it, which is super fun. So that's super (laughs) interesting because I hear both ways, right? Some people think that open centers, oh, that's not my strength, but really it kind of is, right? Like both work together. So we 
you speak about the open centers and the keynotes that come from that when you're worried about thinking about your messaging as like your superhero powers. Yeah. But then what you're actually selling to people, um, you're communicating that through the wisdom that lives in your open. Yeah. Um, your open yeah. Center. So for example, if you think of like, there's this big dichotomy in the world between the sacral and the non-sacral, right? Yeah. Non-sacral people don't have sacral, consistent sacral energy. So they're constantly mm-hmm. battling what is enough, when isn't enough enough, right? Like when, yeah. when am I overworking? Where's the line? And yeah. when they learn that, they can really teach other people and sell to other people the kind of ability to know that in themselves, like mm-hmm. how to tap into that line, find your pleasure and not like overwork and not, and really know when enough is enough, right? In a way that as a sacral person, I know it for me, Cause it just happens and like, mm-hmm. I'll just walk away from my computer. Cause I'm like, it's enough tonight. Right. <laughs> but we don't struggle with it in the same way that, um, someone who is an undefined sacral has. And so it would be harder to teach that in that way. Yeah. So I see. Yeah. That, so I see what you're saying. You're saying if we have the defined center, we know it for ourselves, but it's hard because we, ha- we haven't had experience with different ways because we're just defined in that yeah. way we're kind of fixed, right? In that way. So then we can't, it's harder for us to like really tell somebody else like, Hey, this would, you know, there's this option, there's that option. Like you could do it. You want to use your centers in your business. Like that's what you Mm want to lean on. So if you have Mm -hmm. a defined throat, like you and I do have this 3420, right? Yeah. Like we can just get on live and start talking and like, it makes me feel energized. I'm not nervous. I'm not worrying about what to think about. I I never really second guess myself if I'm in the moment and it's an uh uh-huh, like I'll just get on and talk. Um, And so it would be really hard for us to be the ones teaching other people how to do that. Right. Because they don't have the 3420. Because they don't necessarily have a defined throat or that channel. And so- the struggles that they're going to have to get noticed and to express themselves isn't necessarily going to be something that we're going to really be able to help them with in the same way. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't use our superpowers in our business. Like whatever right. it is that you're selling, use the live video, use your ability to get on and interview somebody without having six pages of notes and like, just <laughs> let it go, let it go. Right. So. Oh, that's funny that you said that. I've never wanted to have six page of notes to interview somebody, but I suppose some people actually think they do that, right? They do a lot of prep beforehand or well, that so what your shadow yeah. right, of the undefined throat of feeling like I must know what I need to say. And it is a yeah. shadow. Like they don't, yeah. they are very powerful speakers. Yeah. And there are definitely people who have undefined throats who have probably fantastic podcasts. I'm not yeah, I've never a box. So never. Don't to this and say, I don't even. She said I have an undefined throat. I can't do a pocket. Like that's not a thing. No. But the shadow can be there yeah. that you feel like I need to really know exactly what I'm going to say because I'm not sure that my voice is going to be there when I want it to be there. Whereas as mm-hmm. a defined throat, that's not something yeah. that I've ever struggled with. I know that yeah. it'll be there. I just show up and start talking. And I know. And if I think about it, that's how it works for me too. But I never really thought about it until you just said that. I'm like, natural. Well, of course, it's just easy. <laughs> like you just get on and have a conversation. It's no big yeah. deal. <laughs> it's, this is so funny because I love watching for pl- places where human design shows up in real life. And um, my husband is a generator and he has an undefined throat. Yeah. Um, and he was working on, uh, he's, a, he's a professor and he was putting a together a talk for uh, like a physics conference. And normally these things are live, right? You take your talk right. and you go and you deliver it in front of an audience of people in some like boring conference room at a hotel somewhere. <laughs> right. um, but it's COVID. So they're doing everything online and yeah. they're not doing it live. They just ask people to like make a 30 minute video of their talk. 
Okay. And like, honest to God, he worked on that for like way too long. And I was yeah. like, what is taking so like, what, what's yeah. the problem? Like I'm trying yeah. to help him. And he's like, I have started recording myself at least 25 times. And then I get like three or four slides in and I make a mistake or, you know, it doesn't go the way I want. And I turn it off and I start again. I was like, sweetheart, you have to stop. Like, it's never going to be perfect. And you're really good at speaking when you get up in front of people. I've seen you do it, like teach and you do this all the time. Yeah, but it's not the same because then I have to watch it back. And I was like, just press record and pretend you can't turn it off. Right. It, done. <laughs> yeah. it is kind of funny when we give ourselves the power, even me with a defined throat, when I give myself the option that I can go and edit something. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, it to death. Because then our perfectionist <laughs> tendencies can like kick in. Oh my like, he's like, well, I need to make notes for what I'm going to say on every slide. And I'm like, but you wouldn't normally do that. So yeah. like, let's just, just do the thing. And then you can be right. done. <laughs> I think for, I was thinking this for undefined throats, would it be easier in person with an audience because aren't they kind of feeding off like the energy of the people right and they're that's what I could think undefined throats that's why I think they're really good speakers because they can kind of tell what people need to hear or how they need to hear it whereas us with defined throats we just have a way we're gonna say it (laughs) we're not gonna necessarily feel that energy 100% right you're right because the wisdom there is like very powerful expression yeah um but it's all, and it's also true that when we're in uh, a group with other people, we get to borrow their design. So, yeah. you know, they have lots of people in front of them that have defined throats. So they get to borrow that energy as well. Yes. Yeah. So that's an interesting way to look at it too. Okay. So, I mean, how do you, I mean, do you still work with business owners or entrepreneurs or what are you doing in your business now with human? Like, I know you have all this, okay, you and me and our manifesting generatorness, which I always say that me and my manifesting generatorness, you know, like we have all these things. It's changing all the time right now. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh my God. I do. Yeah. Most, yeah what do you do? I would say pretty much every, almost all of my clients are business owners. And that I think a part of it stems from like, that's before I even got into human design, like I was doing marketing consulting work. And so those were the people I was connected to. And those were the kind of networks I was already in and, um, the relationships that I had. And so it made sense, but it also, I really love, I mean, I love marketing. And so I love, uh, seeing how the two things come together and being like, here's how we can understand ourselves and work with the energy we have and let that apply to our business and to our marketing and sales in a unique way, because what works for you isn't necessarily going to work for me, right? Despite mm-hmm. what we hear in a lot of business places, space I know. changing now. I feel like it's starting to change. People are starting to see that like the one size fits all kind of, this is the blueprint to how I made a million and you can do yeah. it too, isn't a thing anymore. Like we're getting away from it, but it's, it's has been the conditioned message that we've been yeah. receiving so long. And so to be able to step outside that and say, look, here's an actual physical like proof when you look at your chart that you're not wired the same way that somebody else is. So why would you think that like you could do business the same way that they do? So yes, I work with business owners. I've been doing, uh, I've had the privilege of working with several businesses on this Penta work, which is like, you know, business owners who've actually hired two or three or four other people in their business and seeing how the dynamics come together and helping them to see how they lead, where their shadows are, how the people that they're leading want to show up, the the strengths that they naturally have, the places where maybe things are a little bit more difficult and how can they 
fit into the roles that they've been given. And, you know, all of the business owners I work with want their team to be like really fulfilled, right? I want them to feel like they are doing, you know, their sole work, even if they're working for somebody else, you know, like some of the time we think, oh, we have to have our own business in order to do exactly what we're here to do. And that's definitely not the case if you have the right group and the right roles for everyone. And so being able to go deep in the Penta work has been super fun. And then uh, since I got um, certified in breath work, which is amazing. Um, Anyone who's listening who has never done breath work, I highly recommend it. So good. Especially if you're the type of person who tends to be all up in their head. Like I have the problem of being from time to time. It really gets you into your body. And it was such an uh, important piece of how I navigated the chaos that was the last, like, I don't even know, year plus with the pandemic um, and having two small children at home for so long. Yeah. Um, It's really a great way to regulate your nervous system. And so I decided, my manifesting generator decided that it was fine. And it was an uh aha, even though it didn't seem like, I was like, how does this fit in with this other work that, you know, human design and the Penta stuff, a lot of it's very it's very head. It's very intellectual, right? It's like facts and the chart and, you know, we're looking at those things and this is very body. Um, and it's bringing the two together has been so fun. I did 10 practice sessions because I was just like, I want to just really let my line one have this solid foundation before I offer this and allowing in a one-to-one session, when you have someone's human design in front of you, you can see their energy, right? You can see where they're going to need to release things. You can see, you know, what's brilliant about them and you can bring that into the session. And so having basically a totally bespoke uh, breathwork session around your energy. Like it's been so fun to facilitate them. It's so different from anything else I'd ever done. And I'm just having so much fun doing that. But yeah, all of my clients have basically been business owners too. Most of them yeah. like me all up in their head who are like, I just like to get reconnected yeah. here. And, and yeah. yeah, being able to come off and be like, wow, like I really felt like it was tailored to my energy. And I really felt like I just anchored in who I am that much deeper because you like get it in your body as opposed to just with your head. Yeah. And it seems like we attract people to us, like the the work we need to do. Yeah. It's the people who come. This <laughs> is so yeah. funny because when you said the thing about the box, like I love to reiterate that because I have life coaches who come to me. Most of my clients are life coaches, which is interesting because I'm a life coach. What do you know? <laughs> but they come to me with that the thing that you said about being in a box of rules, right? They've, oh, I tried that system to make the money and be successful because we're all following these gurus, right? Or these. And so when you said that, yes, that's exactly who comes to me. It's like all of them are like, but I tried that and it didn't work. I'm like, yeah, but look at the way you're designed, right? This is what I love about human design. Mm -hmm. So when you said that, that clicks for me, this is the work I like to do, right? It's like, let's look at your specific design, not the way that that system said to do it. Yeah. And I do hope we're all moving at a, at that level now where we're all going to see like, oh, there's not a one size fits all. Yeah. Because, well, it's coming, right? I mean, the human yeah. design 2027, I don't know how far down that yeah. road you've gotten, but like we're, <laughs> yeah. in a, we're in this era of the cross of planning right now. And we have been since... I don't even know what the date is, but it's like 16, 1700, something like that. So yeah. it's been a long time that we've been in this place of like institutions and rules and boxes and structures and systems. And yeah. 
it's changing, right? Yeah. We're coming into this cross of the sleeping Phoenix, which is my incarnation cross actually. And oh. it's very individual. Um, yeah. and it's very feeling centered. Like it is the whole mutation. It sounds kind of crazy. And the skeptic in me is like, what the hell? But like that we're really going <laughs> to get people born after that date are going to have this so much more awareness emotionally from their actually be able to be aware from the solar plexus in a way that we haven't been able to be aware. And so watching that happen can only individualize us, right? The more we're in touch with our feelings and the less we're trying to follow some checklist that somebody else created, the more we're going to be individuals um, and be able to trust our own spirit and our own feelings. So I can see it. I can see it. And I mean, I know, you know, (laughs) our biases exist that we live in spaces and we follow people who are like us and talk about similar things. But I do see more and more people talking about how, you know, this guru's system or this one way of doing things isn't the only way and that it's time for the system to like be remade. And I think that those of us who are working with human design and people who are listening to this podcast, who are curious about human design, working with their own human design. Like we are needing that because this map allows you to see exactly how you're meant to be an individual and help others to do the same. Oh, I know. I just, I just love the power of that individuality. And I think, well, those of us with like line ones too, right. We're here to be like, do like our own self growth first. Right. And then, help empower others. So you feel like you and I are both like, this totally fits, right? This design stuff. Yeah. So that's awesome. So Jackie, if somebody wants to know, like, if they can come sign up with a breathwork session or do something with you, like, where can they find you? You have a website still? (laughs) What are you up to? It's at JackieJohnstone.ca. Okay. I recently moved back to Canada and I changed my web presence and um, it's in manifesting generator fashion. Like, when I'm paying attention to my website, which is happening more and more right at the moment, things are changing weekly. <laughs> yeah. So you're listening to this, the things that might be available to yeah. ways to work with me might be different, yeah. but they will, they are there yeah. currently. If you're listening to this right now in June of 2021, <laughs> yeah. um, can book a breathwork session, can yeah. book what I call a design decode session, um, which is kind of an uh, sort of introduction to your human design. Well, it depends yeah. on your level, to be honest, I tailor yeah. On the person's level, and it allows us to kind of get to one sticking point in your business, and how can we use your design to solve that? Um, I'm very solutions focused, um, and so that's what we do in those sessions. And then that work leads to more ongoing work um, for people. And then I have the Penta team analysis sessions up there too. If you're a business Mm -hmm. owner that works with a team and you want to understand yourself better and your team better, so that you guys can create like the big magic, right? Yeah. Because when we're all working in our zone of genius, that's when we really get to come together and create something um, super exciting. So that that's all there. And Instagram is also the best way to follow me. And it's at Jackie Johnstone as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. I'll have links in the show notes to those places. And I am so excited that you came on today. So thank you for joining me. Thank you. I'm so excited that you've just taken this work, gone down the rabbit hole, ran with it, taken it out to a whole new group of people. I love it so much. All right. Bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go subscribe so that you get notified of all the future goodies that are coming along. While you're there, please leave me a review and let me know what you think. So excited to share this with you and can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye.